Vlad Kemara, where Moy Kotten Abchov Dalit Amad Aleph, this is the Gemara for Shabbos, Shabbos Parshat Tetzava, Shabbos Parshat Truma. So the last thing we're discussing was whether there's a veil in Shabbos or not. Shmuel was of the opinion that everyone agrees you now do open a veil on Shabbos, but Shmuel's opinion that even discrete veil you don't have to do on Shabbos, and others disagreed, and we'll come back to that. Says the Gemara here about um, three lines from the top of the page. Because we mentioned Shmuel, we're mentioning something else. Yasri Rabbanon Kameid Rapapa, the rabbis were sitting before Rapapa, Amri, and they said, Mashmeid Shmuel, the name of Shmuel. Oval. It's forbidden during Shiva to have any marital relations. But if they did, they defied that order. Not only is it an Avera, but you're liable for death from heaven. But we said, where do you get that from? Um, all it says is that it's forbidden. Nowhere to say, number one. Number two, it was not even said in the name of Shmuel, it was said in the name of Rabbi if you did hear something for the name of Shmuel about, about Avelis, this is what you would have heard. If you have an Avel, an Avel has to let their hair grow. If you have an Avel, did not let his hair grow. Didn't tear career, didn't rent his clothes. Those are Chayim Misa. And how do we know that? They're liable for death. Shneman, Aaron was told by Moshe Rabbeinu after another Aviyah passed away. Roshechem Altifru, do not let your hair grow in, contra- in contrast to all other Avelin that must let the hair grow. Don't rip your clothes apart. Not like all other Avelin do. The Musa, and you won't die because death is related to it. So therefore we infer that an other uh, novel who has to um, abide by the opposite rule to let the hair grow and, and to tear if they don't follow that, they will die. Maybe that's what you meant to say, but not having Tashmish Amitra marriage relations for that alone, Yochaibisim. the son of Papa said, Tonda, we learned. We learned obviously, we learned in Abosi says the following. It is forbidden for an oval to have marriage relations, but you said you're not Chaim But there it says uh, the following thing: there's an incident someone that defied this ruling and did have marriage relations. The Shamtu Chazedim when he died, the, the the pigs came along and they pulled away his body. So he didn't die by Deshamayim, but his body was totally discarded and, and humiliated. Pachas. These three forms of Avelis, which come under the name of Pachas, we'll talk about it in a minute. It is obligated not to do the Mashapas. They're all considered public displays of, of the morning, and you're not doing Mashapas. But Neser, the three activities that fall under the branch of the umbrella of Neser, Rishus. It's sort of optional. You don't want to keep it, you don't have to, but if you do want to keep it on Shabbos, it's all right for the discreet. So Shmuel sort of believes that on Shabbos, um, having any form of Avelis is optional. It has to be discreet, but it's optional. It's not mandatory. We'll see in the bottom of the page, Rabbi says that you do have to follow certain rules of Avelis, and it is mandatory, and Allah is like Rabbi Yechel. But let's go through the Rosh Hashanah. Okay, Pachas, Pei is Prius Harosh. Covering your head, that you're not allowed to keep. You remember you had a special uh, turban that they wrapped around and covered the bottom part of the face. 
You need to remove that on Shabbos. That's definitely a sign of uh, a public display of, of Avelis. If you have a tear in your shirt, if you're wearing the same shirt, then you must turn it away backwards so nobody can notice that tirip. Otherwise, it's Avelis on Shabbos. And Zikifas Hamita so to the bed. In those days, the bed was a table, was a chair, did everything. Remember, we had to turn over the bed do that anymore because they might suspect we're doing witchcraft and also the, our beds are very different today than in those days but um, the, um not having your bed turned upside down is mandatory on shabbos because it's a public display everybody opens it the front of the house they see it now what about the optional ones is an essay neela sandal wearing shoes or not wearing shoes is considered optional and it's considered sort of discreet as we'll see because that many people don't really wear shoes they wear sneakers or wear the clogs or whatever it is on, um, on Shabbos, so therefore it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you're um, performing Avelis. Tash Mishamitza, which is totally discreet, it's optional, and that wash hands and face and your feet and hot water that was heated up on Friday, Arbus, these are all shows optional whether you want to do them or not, whether you want to abide by the laws of Avelis or not. The Rav, of our Rav says, so he agrees with Shmuel that these things are optional, but he says, even removing that turban is also optional. So let's ask Shmuel. When it comes to wear changing your shoes, he says it's just it's optional. You want you can still continue wearing the shoes you wore during the week. The lav kuli almavidya the Not everyone puts on normal shoes. Wears normal shoes. Many people wear those, that kind of shoes that you wear by Vela, They wear that all the time. So it's not necessarily a. Just, so to become a British race, a lot of people keep their heads covered. Says you want a shmuel time may. This is consistent with shmuel. Shmuel said two laws. Shmuel. shmuel said any kriya. If you don't do the kriya while you're passionate, it's not clear to clear at all and might be even wrong thing to do because you're ruining clothes for no reason. But the, the part that we want to focus on right now is the whole atifa, she'ena katifa, yishma'elim, ena atifa. Any atifa, if you don't wrap it around the way yishma'elim did it, it's not considered uh, um, a wrapping around. And for his, there's um, Shmuel holds that um, Rav says that Kiddush man was wrapped around the nose and the mouth and the whole bottom part of the face. So therefore Shmuel holds that the only ones who do that are available. No one else walks around that way. So on Shabbos, it's a public display. You got to remove it. Rav held, you don't need a Kiddush Maylin. Even if you wrap around just the bottom part of your face, it's good enough. Therefore, other people do that on other occasions. So therefore, Rav says, you're allowed, it's optional. And the Gemara explains. Um, demonstrated has to be covering the you know the, your beard, your full beard, and everything else. So therefore, Shmuel holds it covers a big part of your face. It's purely Avelis. Don't do that on Shabbos. Rav holds that it's much lower part of your face, and some people do it for Avelis, some people do other kinds, therefore it's only option. said, now um We'll come back to this thing about being passionate. Let's talk about when do we say that you don't, you know, don't have that atifas yishmael that wrap around is only if you're not wearing shoes. If you're wearing normal shoes, that everybody can tell you're not an oval. The manal of mechichla, the shoes tell everyone you're not an oval, and therefore you're allowed to wear the wrap around your face. Nobody's going to suspect you're an oval. We see you're wearing shoes. Then the other thing Shmuel said was, any any kriya which what didn't take place as soon as you heard about it and you were so you know emotion 
says the Gemara, Tracy um, really wants to know, how can you say that when we learned before in the Gemara, let's say you didn't take your shirt right in the beginning of seven days. In day number three, day number four, do it then. You're no longer emotional. The Tracy gives a few shots here, but one of them is the Gemara before talking about you didn't have access to a shirt at all. You had no choice. So therefore, whenever you have access, do it. Um, um, but here, if you have access to a shirt, then you must do it right when you heard it. And Tracy then comes up the Chiddush. That if you can become emotional even two or three or four days later, then there's no question you can do Kriya then. It's only a question of the emotions. And we spoke about last time. Since it says right here that you should always do rip your clothes when you're emotional, why do we wait till till Chavra Kaddish come by the actual Avaya when you should have done the Kriya as soon as you heard it? And we said that the reason is that many people don't know laws and therefore not to embarrass them, everyone does a Kriya at the Chavra Kaddish. Gemara says, so you're telling me only when you're emotional, ask a question. They told Shmuel that the Ra passed away. 12 different clothing. Every time he changed the clothing, he tore it again. So emotional about it. Every time he tore it again. Now the question is, why the first shirt is fine? Why the other 11 shirts be there? You just said the only time you tear it when you rip it when you're emotional. And Shmuel has made a comment. Someone passed away that I was scared of. Um, and, and what I'm going to do now? The same thing happened. Passed away. Thirteen different clothing every time he changed shirt. This person disappeared and left the world that I was scared of. So the chayda, but you just said that if it's not peshas chimum, don't do it. So when I answer shiny rabban, the rabbis are different. Give me the cold shaita. Every time you hear it, mitkedish shmaita, you remember. Every time you hear it. You remember who this great person was, Kishashim, then you become all over emotional all over again. As he went further, the entire seven days, you tear the clothes in front of him. Now, what the, in all seven days, he wears he wears the shirt that has the key in it. And if he ever changes shirts, he tears it again. The first tear, okay, but the second, the third, and the fourth, he's no longer emotional. Why are you having a tear of shirt? The Korea, and you tear it, the Shabbos, the shirt with the tear you put behind you. But you want to put on a Shabbos shirt, also, right? That one you don't have to do Korea. The Ainu Korea. So the Chayyid of according to you, why are you tearing it? There's about respect of your parents. We want that Korea to be there, even though you're no longer emotional. That's different. We're talking about other siblings. Teresa says, Kudimara could have answered what we just said before, that, that for parents, you probably, every time you think about it, you become emotional again during the Shiva period. So therefore, it's perfectly all right. But the mother gave another answer. So now the mother has a question. We learned before that the, the tear that you made when you rent your clothes for your parents, you now let it sew up, you now let it appear. What about the second and third and fourth church? What happens there? You're only doing it for cover of your parents. It's different. It's not the same thing as the shirt you originally taught. One of them says, To him, let's conclude that was the father of Aisha. The Amr said, You don't mend it. Why not? How do I know it's him? Because the Amr of Aisha, his son of Aisha, said, Aisha wants voice of opinion. Now I'll amend it. Probably, where did he hear from his father? Who did he hear from? His father. Says, you want to learn? No. Maybe 
You heard it, Rakapana was his teacher. Interesting. So the mother's discussion here is, you have a father and a father who's supposed to pass him like who? So the, the first one person thought, you have to follow your father. God, someone said, no, you can follow your dad. That the oval has to walk around with a shirt that's torn, but the base he walks around with it in his house. Even on Shabbos, he can walk around with it in his house because it's considered a veil that's discreet. Actually, had this turban over his head, but also the Ossibase walking around his house, which is the Avelis turban. Don't you agree that there should be any display of Avelis? And this turban is quite obvious. It's a display of Avelis. This is said that Avelis, which is discreet, you must follow. And therefore, since nobody sees the turban, you must uh, in the house, and therefore you, you should wear. He felt you can wear a turban. Not could, you should wear the turban in the house. Because um, the whole that um, uh, things, but sinner, discreet, availus, uh, and you have to observe even on Shabbos. And that's Allah. Says about it further, we had in the Mishnah, we had an argument regarding Shuas in the olden days, but the Shuas today is considered one day when it comes to counting for, um, for Shloishim or, or for Shiba, or is it seven days? So we had one opinion that it's one day. One opinion was on the times of the base of Middash, it was seven days, but today it's only one day. Says the Gemara, Neyadam Gamliel, who said that the Rosh Hashanah is that that Shuas is always considered like seven days. And why we treat Shuas like seven days? Therefore, it cancels, it, you know, it, it, if it's the middle of Shiva, it cancels the Shiva. You already had Shiva. Now you're in the in the Shleishim, it cancels the Shleishim. So the Gemara, Amar of Gidel Mamnash Rishu, Halacha, the Halacha like Rabbi Gamliel, Halacha like Rabbi Gamliel, and also Rabbi Lezer said that Rabbi Lezer's opinion was that today's Shavuos is only one day. It's no longer saying no Kabbalah is only one day. Rabbi Gamliel said Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur treated like Yom Tovim, even though only single day Yom Tovim and nobody makes Aliyah regular, still considered like 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 seven day Yom Tovim. Um, and then the Chachamim say that Shavuos is like seven days, Shavuos is like one day. So we're following Rabbi Gamliel that they're all seven days. Says the Gemara Vigil, I'm following, did nothing to do with our Mishnah, all 30 days, all 30 days, a child goes out, means if a never held young little baby passed away, you take it to the burial, you just hold it in your bosom, you don't make any big fanfare, you don't mean you nothing, you're not going to say Kaddish. One woman and two men go out together. We don't want one man and two women going out because maybe the problem of Yichud and it shouldn't happen. Abishol said, when it comes to Levaya, people have other thoughts and they're very you know, emotional. Nobody's thinking about those things. So Yichud not really an issue. Even one man and two women. Then, we know that when you after you enter the body or the coffin and then the Abelin walk back, you make a row and then when the Nichma Abelin for a chip but that's under 30 days old. Ben Shloishim, but it's 30 days old. Yoyitim, but it goes out the little cuff.
Judah says, like, my job, like, not a tiny cop that one person can carry on the shoulder to that, and some very embarrassing. Elan, he tells about fine, we be a cop that two people need to carry, there's enough space for two people to carry, so it should be done with dignity, even though the baby didn't even reach 30 days. But I'm the all of the shoulder, you do stay, you do make a shoulder once to 30 days old. All these things, even though it's a two-month-old baby, three-month-old baby, you do that. Ben, your baby, once the baby reaches a year old, if the baby reaches a year old, you're already carried out in a, in a cup. Abakiva says, Ben shot, and Abakiva says, I'm the Ben shot a year old baby, but it's mature for a year, it's developed like a two-year-old. I'm a two-year-old, and you know it's limbs on his boat like a one-year-old. Then we, you know, we have the pro procession. We carry out the coffin. Rabin Matzhivin Olam, and the public now are, are sad, and they feel the pain. but it was too young to go out in the proper coffin, and ain't happens a lot of people don't feel that pain. Because you know the child didn't live long enough to run with anyone. The child's going around playing outside, so people know the child. The rabbi is asking him, but the, the public get involved in his funeral or her funeral. And Nicola Rabbi, if nobody ever saw the child, any rabbi is asking him by the people who are not really get involved. What about eulogy? You make a eulogy for your child. Says, I remember we had, we'll have a whole discussion. So, the eulogy is that for the living or for the dead. Rabbi Shmuel Ayman Aniim, and here from this Gemara, it seems it's really for the living. The child is very young, and it's really mainly for the living that uh, they somehow other, you know, celebrate their pain that they have. So a poor person, B'nai Shalosh, a poor person has very few possessions in the world. One of the greatest possessions that a poor person has is, 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 is his children. So, therefore, even a three year old deserves a eulogy to make that, placate that poor person. Ashirim. But wealthy ones who also can find the, you know, um, their solace somehow in their wealth, then B'nai Chamesh, only the child already five years old or developed, or create a bond, only then you start to eulogize. Good says Bishmoy, good says the name of Bishmoy, Ani B'nai Chamesh, Ani poor people B'nai Chamesh, five years old, Ashiri B'nai Sheikh, rich people six years old. People who had old. They, even though no matter how much money they have, for them the child is very, very dear, and therefore we treat them like a poor person, that a five year old or a three year old, depending on which opinion you're ready to make a huge. I'm going to give them an Rab Halacha Kerab Yudish Amram Shemishmah. Halacha Yudishmah, which is a five year old for poor, and an old and a six year old for wealthy. Dodish Rab Onanibasas Lapisavanasi, and one of the Sasas standing in Dashing at the entrance of the house of the Nazi, that Yoim Echad Lifnat Zeres, if you have. One day before Shavuiz, and then you have Atzeres and Shavuiz, Harikan Arbasa. Then you have a total of 14 days. You have 14 days. When do you have 14 days? You have, remember we learned before that if, if, if you started Shiva and then you hit Yamtiv and we had a Machlekes, if you have to have three days of Shiva or even one minute, we pass from that even if you have one minute of Shiva and then Yamtiv, it cancels the Shiva. So he says over here, if you have one day before Shavuiz, and then you have Shavuiz, now since you didn't really have Shiva, so Shavuiz is considered like uh, seven days. We treat Shavuiz like seven days, Shavuiz is only one day, like a full day, so one day is already deducted from your shleishim. 
We don't cancel the Shleshim because the Shleshim because the Yamtif came out during the Shiva. So it only cancels the Shiva, you have to count 30. But already the Shiva already finished. That's as if there were seven days already expired. And then the Yamtif itself was the seven days. That's 14. Well, you have a 16 days remaining. Shabbat al Amin Abama, you heard this geek, but he was upset. Why are you taking credit for this word? It's already understood from another word that was said. Um, it's the What exactly did Rabbi Zabraisha say? Rabbi Zabraisha, nine, how do you know that said it at Shavuos? The Yeshla Tashlumi called Shiva. I know Shavuos. Even though the Yom Tavari is over. How do you know that? She never says. The Chaga Matzah is the Chaga Shavuos. It says in the policy, three times a year, she go visit and says, Chaga Matzah, Chaga Shavuos, Chaga Sukkis. Ma Chaga, so we compare them all three. Ma Chaga Matzah is Yeshla Tashlumi called Shiva seven days. Ab Chaga Shavuos. Seven days. Then we more asked over there. Maybe it's compared to sukkahs as eight days. And we said to fast the maruba, like to fast. If you have a choice of doing a, a minimum amount or a larger amount, you always go after the minimum amount. Anyway, so this idea that shvuas is considered seven days, we know from So obviously, when it comes to shiva, you have shiva and you have seven days of slayship taken off. We don't need you to say it. So Yimbara says that Dabri the popular but the popular most leading about yisov is a thing of war. But Dorash, and he said the following. Yoim Echad Lifnei Reish Hashanah is coming out to rule that Reish Hashanah is considered seven days. One day before Reish Hashanah and then Reish Hashanah, Reish Hashanah cancels the Shiva and Reish Hashanah is considered seven days. And it cannot be also. You have seven days, 14 days. Now this is bothered all the Rishayim. Why is it bothered all the Rishayim? Reish Hashanah is seven days. You have nine days and you have your Kippur. Come along, Yom Kippur, it's another Yom Tif, and now you have already started your Shleshim, Yom Kippur cancels your Shleshim. So what difference does it make whether Rosh Hashanah deducts seven days from your 30 days? It doesn't make any difference whatsoever, because come Yom Kippur, it cancels the whole Shleshim. So it doesn't matter if you have two days left, ten days left, it cancels it. So what's the point? And um, and, uh, and and Traces wants to say that perhaps um, um, when do we say that if you have a Yom Tif, cancels uh, sh Shiva if you actually observe seven days of Shiva. If you observe seven days of Shiva, then you come across the Yom Tif, the Yom Tif cancels. Over here, you never observe seven days. You only did one day before Rosh Hashanah. Then Yom Kippur does not cancel it. Then Yom Kippur is considered seven days. Very important rule. continues. Let's say one day before Sukkot. If it comes along Sukkot, Sukkot cancels that one day. So now you have seven days of the Shiva that was cancelled. Then you have the seven days of Sukkot. And then the Shili Shulay. And then you have Shemir Atzad, which is a separate Yom Tif, And that's considered like seven days as well. Harikan, Esimir, you have a total of 21 days. That leaves you only nine more days to observe Shleishim. Again, the same question. Why don't the Shemir Atzad come and cancel the whole Shleishim? And the reason why he doesn't do that is because he never observed your seven days of Shiva properly. We learned 
Yoim echad lifnei Rosh Hashanah, one day prior to Shana, but Rosh Hashanah had a Kanar Bars at 40 days. Omale, he said, it makes sense to me, that he holds the Gamliel, that Rosh Hashanah is considered like a seven day Yomtiv, and that's we pass him. Rosh Hashanah is seven day Yomtiv, Yom Kippur is seven day Yomtiv, which means that is considered like a seven day Yomtiv. And these are the rules of how you cancel things.